came from but okay <laughs> oh wow wait wait what we got what? the sound effects back now <laughs> our intern miguel cole hello how's everybody doing i hope you're all doing fine <laughs> what the hell i mean oh now he says different what's what's going on i mean what bipolar maybe uh last week's show you threatened <laughs> to sue us man no what yeah no Guys. You were being a dick throughout the whole show. Wait. Saying that you was going to... Yeah. You was this you Saturday show? Us. Yes. Oh. This Saturday you, show. You threatened that we you were going to sue us and you wouldn't say why. You didn't want to do the soundboard. You were being a dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I have to apologize. That's on me. That's my bad, guys. I thought it was the Wednesday show. I thought it was Recipe OB Global. How are you going to get it mixed up when we're all talking? We, you know what we sound like. You know, you're looking dead at there's Rick's no face. Girl, I put right? headphones in and I really don't pay attention a lot of the times. And I just say whatever comes to mind. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you can tell he's back. He, yeah. He put the laugh on his own joke. <laughs> so what was all the suing about that? Well, it's about the Canucks, those stupid Canadians. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So wait, you're suing them? Yes, I'm suing them. For what? Because if you listen to the episode every Wednesday on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, and iHeartRadio for free, where they talk about everything around WWE, it's like, you know, like I have a commercial on there, and I do an advertisement for them, and they pay me Canadian dollars. And you know what? It's fake, guys. It's monopoly money. What? No. Canadian money is different than American money. You know that, right? Yes, I understand, but it has the Queen of England on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's Canadian money for you. He's right. He is right. (laughs) But Miguel, that's good money. Oh, so I shouldn't have ripped it up? Oh, Jesus. No. No. Oh my I'm going to sue their asses for that too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to sue the bald one more money than the, the other one. Jesus Christ, man. The bald old one. <laughs> you mean the legend? The lesion? The le- oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Oh, my God. What is wrong with him? What, what, I... Jesus. Rick, you didn't bother explaining anything to him about what happened and the difference? I don't talk to him. I only talk to him on this show. That's the only time I ever communicate <laughs> oh with this psycho. God. 
Jesus, man. All That's right. not what you were saying last night. Wait, what? Whoa. What? Whoa. What? What? What in the haberdasheries is going what? on here? Yeah, he was, try- he was trying to stick his little Ricky in my puppet hole. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Interesting. That oh. is, but stupid, because that's not true. true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, what, two weeks away from Money in the Bank? <laughs> like 16 um, more weeks. It's been like yeah, eight. I, I know, right? Jesus. It's been ages. I think right now, Clay Cummings is the longest uh, reigning champ <laughs> between pay-per-views. <laughs> oh, my God, man. It's, what, six weeks, right? That's yeah. been about. Anyway, so we're down to two weeks. Uh, before the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And then, uh, of course, we have today's show. We have uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. And part two of Kenny... Ke- yeah, part two of... Uh, You're talking French now? Yeah. Sorry, roll in the shire. Um, with uh, Kenny Casanova. Um, the, the interview from last week was just off the hook. It left everybody in the cliffhanger. Yes, I know. Interesting, right? But... Uh, yeah, so next, uh, the uh, the second part to it, he's going to talk, uh, uh, give you the answer, give us the answer on the Sabu question that Rick threw out to him. Excuse me. Uh, Is that a fart? <laughs> that was a fart. So, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with his interview and uh, what happened to the guy uh, that at uh, Hart. Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, man, they freaking handed his ass to him. Um, And uh, yeah, so it was a good interview. The other part is pretty interesting too, uh, especially when he talks about Sabu. You don't want to miss out on that. So let's go into the uh, Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. Now we only did one. Um, because we were so overwhelmed, uh, it reached out to over 10,000 people, uh, with our post. So I'm not reading a lot of the comments on there. Um, I'll go first and then I want to hear Rick's opinion on it. And then I want to hear Mimi's opinion on it. But this was the poll. Um, no, sorry. It wasn't a poll. It was a comment. It, It went, uh, what moment in wrestling traumatized you till this day? Um, now, for me, there was a lot of instances that happened. One of them uh, that always stuck to my head is when Randy Savage got bit by the Cobra. Yeah. Um, from by Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, it was just like because it really bit him, you know. So you couldn't tell him. How could you fake that? You can't fake it. Yeah. Was he devenomized? Yes. I'm pretty sure the snake was. But at the same time, it still bit him. He still bled from his arm. Mm-hmm. Um, then, as going growing up, watching Abdullah the Butcher's uh, matches with um, uh, Bruiser Brody, you know those were so it was just crazy. And on top of that, Mick Foley's um, <clears throat> death matches that he had when he was in Japan, I was just like, this this student's insane. Uh, so those were mine. Uh, let's go to you, Rick, first, uh, and then Mimi. Well, probably the most devastating, most traumatizing was Marty Jannetty getting thrown through that barbershop window, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, as a kid, yeah. I was just like, what are they doing? <laughs> Why? Sure. <laughs> just go back and just be the rockers. Why did you do this? 
Like it was right? really, it was really traumatizing. I mean, I don't it, trust people because of that now. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. All right. So, uh, Mimi, what for, do you have to say? For me, it was when Roddy Roddy Piper did the pineapple to Snooker's face. Oh, so traumatizing! Right. She forgot and, the fruit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a pineapple. The coconut. Oh, it was a pineapple. But but then there was also. Of course, um, Owen Hart yeah. during that pay per view because mm-hmm. we were watching it from home. Oh, really? You know, I was with my kids watching it, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, that's just a stunt. That's just a stunt." Mm-hmm. And to find out for real, I mean, I cried for a week. Dang, for a week. And I and I didn't like Owen Hart. I hated wow. him. As yeah, a well, it's a person at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, so all right. So I'm going to read some of these, and then I'm going to give you guys a consensus. <laughs> Of the overall on what it was. Um, honestly, I read a lot of them. I tried to read a lot of them. Um, I didn't find... No, maybe I think I did. I think I did find one hater comment of the week. But I I just he don't know where it. it is. All right, so <laughs> Matt Novak, he was the first one to comment. Uh, he said, The Undertaker hanging the boss, the big boss man from the cage and raising it up. Yeah. I remember yes. that, man. Yeah, that was so God, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Todd Silver, he said, Earthquake squashing Hogan on the Brother Love Show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jazzy J, she said, When Boogeyman came out and ate all the live worms and it was all over his face, and when Jeff Hardy fell and messed up his neck. So, we only asked for one there, Jazzy J. Yeah, come on. What are you doing? You know, get with the program. So, uh, Tracy Serino, uh, she says, seeing Captain Lou in the Cindy Lauper video. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, man. (laughs) Josh Sanders said, Edge's retirement. Oh, God, Edge. You you know, here we go again. (laughs) Jesus, man. And then he said, and he went on again. He said, then the Chris Benoit incident. All right, Josh, you know what? You can't find the hater comment of the week? I think we just did. <laughs> All right. Adam and they said 100% Benoit. Then Vince's on-screen death? Oh, was that when he blew up, blew in the, up the, in limo. the limo? Yeah. Okay. All right. But 100% Benoit, though. That's... that's uh, ugh. I don't know, I don't know. Adam. He, he's a lifer in our book, Adam. I don't know if well, you know that. He's traumatized by it. He probably is. Uh, John Young said, Earthquake enters Hogan. Joe uh, Cinelli, he said the, the spots when Undertaker hanging people was pretty bad in my book. I remember when he hung Gangrel, that was insane. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. So We I'm, have to I, do I our research. To, yeah, we might have to do our research on it. Uh, Ian D. Moore, he said when Brock Lesnar f 5 the one-legged Zach Gowan. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I remember that. <laughs> it wasn't traumatizing. That, that was funny. funny. <laughs> um, he pushed him down the stairs, too. Yeah, he did. It's fucked up. Uh, Nelson Sanchez, he says, Big Show slamming rain to the ring post while he was yeah. completely strapped to the backboard. I remember, I remember that. that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, Mark King, uh, for some reason, um, you know what? He might be hater comment of the week because he wrote, Randy Savage was an asshole. <laughs> really had nothing to do with it. I think because on the, uh, the, the question itself, I put in parentheses, you know, Macho Man getting bit by the snake. Uh, so he must be referring to that because then he post- he posted a YouTube video saying Gorgeous George on Randy Savage being controlling and the horrible blah, blah, blah. Didn't say anything else other than that. So um, that wasn't what the purpose of the poll was there, brother. So I don't know where you was trying to get at with that. Um 
Dale Grow. He said Joe LaDuke took a bloodbath oath on Live Channel 5 Wrestling in Memphis when he sliced his right arm with an axe. Mm. My God, man. My God. Heavens to Murgatroyd. (laughs) Carlos Cuervo. He said Sid jumping off the top rope and snapping his leg. I remember seeing that. That was disgusting. That was so disgusting because it was just hanging there. I was like, ah. So is Uh, Carlos related to Jose? Yes. It could be, yeah. yeah. Jose's his daddy. He he went on to say, I watched that live as a kid and to this day can't stomach to watch it again. Joe Browning said, Road Warriors trying to put out Dusty's eye. I remember that one too. Uh, Deanna Van Covenet said, Owen Hart passing away and Eddie Guerrero passing away. Uh, Mark Smith said, Undertaker losing at WrestleMania. Uh, wow. wow. Jim, Jim J. Green. Jim J. Green. He Jim said, J. Green. Uh, Benoit. Uh, Carrie Franklin said, Owen Hart's fall. Christopher said, Owen Hart's fall. Uh, Manny Adrian Garcia said, Owen Hart. I was there at the Kemper Arena, left after the following match. I didn't watch it. I just couldn't enjoy the rest of the event. I still have the paper the following day. Still bothers me to this day. So Wow. You know. That's, that's a lot, man. That's just, that's just yeah. a heavy situation, you know. Just to be there. I couldn't even imagine that. I mean, I watched it live, and I was... <laughs> pretty bad for me too yeah but to actually be there in person and witness it is that that's that's gonna be rough yeah 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 Yeah. so i mean a lot i mean a lot of the comments on here was about uh the death of owen hart and a lot of them said benoit a lot of them said i mean at first it's traumatizing though yeah yeah Yeah. uh steven Steele. he said brutus beefcake with the metal plate in his face getting totally believed it so, uh, who was it? Somebody responded, Bill. He said, is part of the comment comment missing in his face getting what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Steven replied back, getting hit. So, he, uh, I guess he forgot to put that in there. Uh, Bill Von Phelps, he says, hanging the boss man from hell in hell in the cell. Oh, God. Uh, another one, Chris Benoit murdering his wife and child. Um, Magnum TA's accident at Carrie Von Eric's suicide. Jesus, man. Uh, Jody Joey Anderson said Undertaker locking Ultimate Warrior in a casket. When did that happen? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. That was back when they had the, the funeral parlor skits. Really? Yeah. I got to look that up because I've seen... Because somebody... I've seen it several times. Now, mind you, we had uh, like three, four hundred comments. So I've seen a lot of that one was on there, too. Look at this. Another one. Boss Man cutting up Al Snow's puppy. Ah, oh, yeah, Jesus. And eating it and eating it. Yeah, Rod Lewis said New Jack repeatedly stabbing the wannabe wrestler in the ring and then being sent to jail. That really happened. That really happened. Uh, Rod Lewis again commented Big Show pulling off the prosthetic leg of the disabled wrestler <laughs> and holding it in his hands, just staring at it. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, uh, Teresa Lovett said Owen Hart, I was there. Hmm. Uh, they, she went back and forth with another person talking about it. I'm not going to read all of it. Jonathan Lester said, "Death of Little Beaver." <laughs> Who? Little Beaver. He was the the midget, one of the midget wrestlers that tagged with uh, King Kong Bundy at WrestleMania three. Got you. Okay. Uh, Raymond uh, Chubb. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Raymond Chubb Harrington said, "Bruno Kayfabe hit in the head with a chair by Larry Zabisco." I remember that one. 
Bobby Dalton said Vince buying WCW. Wow. <laughs> oh, my that God. That was traumatizing because I like WCW. Um, Patrick Daniel Reed said Randy the Macho Man saving diving onto Ricky Steamboat's throat. Um, I don't think he meant to say saving diving. <laughs> <laughs> Dork. Uh, Anthony Kennedy says Randy Savage crushing Ricky Steamboat's windpipe. That's what he was. That's what the that's guy what was he meant. Trying to mention. That's, that's what he said. said. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Bongiovioni said, "Not to this day, but when Shawn Michaels collapsed after getting kicked in the head by Owen Hart, I thought it was real. I was so worried about Michaels that I failed the math test the next day <laughs> at school because I couldn't think about anything else but him." Oh, Sounds like God. you're an idiot. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> Rob Craddock, he said two incidents that didn't traumatize me, but uh, did the show in the UK. The Samoan SWAT team attacking the injured Road Warriors, so ended uh, NWA on UK terrestrial TV. Kevin Sullivan and his crew attacked some jobber, Billy Jack Haynes, he thinks. Billy Jack Haynes wasn't a jobber, man. <laughs> he was a you know, top wrestler back in the day. Uh, um. He says... I think commentary at the time and some Randy Rando in the audience with a golden spike. So ended Florida to all right. You know I shouldn't have read all that. Uh, Andrew Edwards he said Sid's leg snapping in half. Uh, Jimmy Kennedy uh, Kenny he says without a doubt Owen Hart. Uh, another one Shawn Michaels grabbed blood when Kane oh gargled blood when Kane stepped on his neck with a chair. I remember that. I, I do remember that. But he was I don't think he was. Garbled blood, wasn't it? I think it was probably one of those ampules that he cracked. Oh, it could have been, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This was, I just saw it and it went away. All right, I'll find it. Um, Owen Hart, another Owen Hart. Uh, the Sheik stabbing some dude on TV. My God. Jesus. Uh, Robert Weldon, he just said, Hogan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey Jacobs says Andre the Giant beating Hogan on the main event for the WWF title. Uh, my first betrayal when Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty broke up on the barber shop. Yep. Roger Badalski said Boss Man hanging from a noose. Uh, the, uh, Tom Howard said the chair shots Mankind took against The Rock in an I Woo! Quit match. I remember that one. Ken Whiteman, this one is funny. He says, Sasha's booking on the main roster. Oh. <laughs> it is kind of traumatizing. Oh, man. That's best Donovan Stab said, Hogan turning heel. Uh, another Sid's leg. Uh, Brock Lesnar ending uh, Undertaker's career. Eddie Guerrero that was died. Uh, Bruiser Brody spur cutting, missing Link's forehead. I seen that match. Very disturbing. Uh, Ishmael said Owen Hart uh, another Owen Hart uh, Undertaker locking Warrior in a casket see that's another one yeah. uh, Sid's leg uh, the pay-per-view when Mae May Young showed her puppies oh that's disgusting it's like a gym sock Nasty. I got a long uh, gym sock. Ugh. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> nasty. Me Dudley, another one. Owen Hart falling from the ceiling. Um, when uh, Steve Bullock, this one is funny. When the sheep broke my ink pen, when me and my best friend was stupid enough to ask for an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Dwayne Kern says, when Sid went off the top uh, rope and 
His leg just went backwards. <laughs> Eric Westcott, Sid's legs break. Yuck. Uh, Laquan Floyd said, Honky Tonk Man bashing Macho Man over the head with a guitar. Uh, another one, Owen Hart dying at a pay-per-view. Crispin Wall bawling his eyes out when Eddie died. Another, Owen Hart fell from the ceiling. Uh, it was Michael, rafters. Michael Russell he said, David Arquette winning the WCW championship. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Was... Calvin Rogers said, uh, Brian Pillman pulling a gun on uh, a Glock on uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Cameron Goodrich, uh, he said, when Big Daddy V was the love machine and his finisher is humping men, uh, humping other men. <laughs> Nothing there's anything and, wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... It can't be traumatizing. <laughs> uh, Ryan Adams, he says, Papa Shango putting a voodoo curse on the Ultimate Warrior, making oh. him vomit. Yeah, that was nasty. Yeah. Another Owen Hart uh, death. Uh, another one, CM Punk. <laughs> Who wrote that shit? That's a hated comment. Dexter Lee Mankiat. There you go. Dexter Lee Mankiat. I knew CM Punk. Steve Jackson, Hulk Hogan is the third member of the Outsiders. Uh, there was, it just went on and on. I, like I said, there was so many. Uh, oh, Jerry Lawler having the heart attack on TV. Oh, yeah, yes. I remember that yeah. too. Gosh. It was very, very rough. And uh, I remember that because um, it happened during the commercial break, I believe, right? They went to a commercial they break. Went when to they went to a commercial break. Oh, did they? Is yeah. that okay. All right. So, uh, hater comment? Mark King, man. The <laughs> there you go. Macho Man. <laughs> There you go. All right, so we'll make him hate a comment. Go ahead. All right, hater alert, Mark so, King, and you Canadian <laughs> bastards. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Damn. My God. I love my Canucks. Wow. Stop it. Goodness gracious. You so noisy. Uh, I do. All right, so uh, let's go on to the news. Rick, take it away. <laughs> All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. All right, Billy Kidman. It just feels right. It just feels right, right? Instead of hearing right. and smelling Mimi's breath. Yahoo! Uh, next door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Billy Kidman turns 45 years old. Really? He's, yeah. he's still working backstage, too, right? I have no clue. I just read the birthdays, Tony. That's all oh, I my do. bad, my bad. Okay. Uh, Kevin Owens turns 35 years old. Really? Yeah, Kevin wow. Owens. He did say that on SmackDown. He, he did. did. <laughs> and last but, and you know, last and least, um, William Regal turns 51 years old. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Um, That's overrated. Overrated, bro. I'm sorry. You think so? Absolutely. He's a general manager of NXT. He doesn't do anything. He's storyline. <laughs> People he are like has good stories. He's the greatest GM of all time. What? Well, I don't know about that. Come he's, on. He got good stories. He's <laughs> better than freaking SmackDown and Raw. Oh damn! All right, relax, baby. Um, <laughs> it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Cross is going to Raw. Okay. <laughs> How was that news? The Miz is getting a two-disc <laughs> DVD set. Wow. Okay. That's all the news we got for this week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Nikki Cross, yeah. you want to see news? Go look at her Instagram. Why? She's got makeup on. 
She really? looks like a, a lady. Really? Dude looks Beautiful. like a lady. Like, damn. She don't look and psycho. She's like a like normal look, lady. Wait, did you just say she don't look psycho? I said psycho. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying she doesn't look crazy. She looks like a normal lady and gorgeous, too. Really? Mm -hmm. But she is. I've seen older pictures of her. She's a very pretty woman. Um, I I mean, she's pretty now, but she just looks psycho. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you know how you love those psycho girls. Damn. Wait, who? Me or Rick? You. Me? Mm -hmm. Have you seen his wife? That's exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. She's she psycho. She's a psycho little bitch. Anyway, <laughs> <go on. laughs> All right. So uh, on to rumors, speculation. Uh, you guys are gonna love this one. Has Brock Lesnar signing another big deal with the WWE, and that being why he is done with the MMA? Oh, no. But, you know what? Wait, no, hold on a second. This might be a blessing in disguise because one of the matches I've been waiting on is to see the uh, a wrestling match with um, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, okay? And Bobby Lashley, when he heard that, that Brock Lesnar was done with the WWE and he was going to MMA, Bobby Lashley was like, you know what? When my contract is expired... I'm going to be done with it, too, because I want to fight Brock Lesnar in MMA. And then now that he's back, I don't think Bobby Lashley's going to leave because he still wants that match with Brock Lesnar. And there's a lot of people still want that match with Brock Lesnar you know, and Bobby Lashley. I, I don't mind if Brock Lesnar comes back. <clears throat> I do mind if he holds the belt and it becomes a part-time. No, I, I, I get it. And, and, and that's what we all have been complaining about, though. You know, and the thing of it is what's, what's going to get me upset is the fact that um, Fox is calling a lot of the shots and it's pissing me off. And one of the shots that they're calling is that they want Brock Lesnar on SmackDown. Well, he could be on SmackDown. So, he just don't win the belt. I'm telling you right now, the way it's looking, especially because one of the other rumors is that they're going to sign or they already signed uh, Bill Goldberg. Mm. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to be a part-time main event going on on SmackDown. Oh, Lord. Yep. I think SmackDown lost last year. Imagine this year now. Oh, don't do it, please. (laughs) But honestly, I mean, and I know you both of y'all are going to disagree with me, but honestly, I think SmackDown going to three hours, because they said that's the the other rumor, that they're going to go to three hours once they switch to Fox. I think that's going to help them a lot. I I think so, too. I agree with you on that. All right. All right, sure. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm pessimistic about it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. So, uh, the other one, for whatever it's worth, uh, Bray Wyatt told a fan that he's working on bringing Luke Harper into the Firefly Funhouse gimmick. I can see that. Like, I can too. Be pretty I cool. can too. Yeah. So now, Uncle Lukey. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little rant here, and then you guys oh join in on the fun. Another Tony's rant. You damn right. Here we go. And and it's because it leads into this into this rumor. Now uh, now you know we've been reporting about Luke Harper um, not being happy there, and he asked for his release, and they denied it. Um, now a lot of the things like I used to wrestle Luke Harper back in the day. I've mentioned that. Quite a few times. No, no, I don't think you have. No, I haven't. All right. So, well, back in the day, 
I used to wrestle <laughs> Luke Harper uh, before he had the beard and the mus- mustache and all that. Other Tony, stuff. Tony, so, yeah, I was yeah. joking. I was joking. I was, oh, I, I, I've so, heard. Yeah. So you don't want me to go into detail? No, no, no. no. It, Are you sure? Because I yeah, can. Yeah. No, 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 you can't. No, we don't fight. We don't fight. Yeah. You sure? No, we got to record it too, don't you? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Militia two two five. Yes, they. You know that. That's just how I roll. Thank you. All right. So now, my now um, there was uh like numerous reports, um that one of the reasons why uh like Vince is. Not really high on him is because he asked him to do a uh, like a southern accent, you know, like from Louisiana, and he couldn't do it. And uh, Luke Harper was like, "Well, you know, you know, because his character was fitting some, you know, like somebody from Louisiana, you know, like from the Bayou and shit like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So he wanted him to talk like a southerner. So Luke Harper couldn't do it. He was like." I'm from upstate New York in Rochester, dude. You want me to do this? Really? I mean, some people are talented enough. I'm not saying that he's not. But <clears throat> some people are talented enough to, to pull that off. Some people are not. So you're really going to hold that against him? You know what I'm saying? You can't hold that against him. You know, so because ever since then, Vince has always been like, ah, Luke Harper, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, come on, man. So Luke Harper had really had to prove himself in the ring, you know, to even convince Vince that he's a good wrestler and this and that. And then now with all this other bullshit that happened, you know, like he, like the Bludgeon Brothers was Vince's idea, you know, and then look what happened. One of them got hurt or did both of them get hurt? Both one of them of the, got hurt. Well, this dude, no one got hurt first and right, then okay. Harper got hurt. And then Harper. So, and then obviously they're not bringing it back, you know, so I kind of feel bad for Luke Harper because he's got a good gimmick going very good wrestler why not use him you know what i'm saying he can be used in one of the brands there so stop being a dick you know vince mcmahon he's at that age where it's like you know what you just don't got it anymore man you 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 lost your balls you lost your fucking brass oh i didn't lose my grapefruit i didn't lose (laughs) he should be fired it's a southern fucking accent tony whoa jesus christ well, I reckon what I'm saying right here is that uh, I can do pretty, pretty, pretty good uh, Southern accent right there. I don't understand what the hell the happened. You're talking the, way too fast. The hemoglobin right? and all way the stuff they're doing fast. over there. And the Luke, Luke Harper can't do but, it. I mean, you never Luke But to be Harper. a redneck, you don't have to be Southern. That's true. True. There's I, Northern I underst- rednecks. I understand that, but we're talking about Vince McMahon here. Well, he I don't mean, know nothing. He's from, like, freaking... Connecticut and shit. Well, he was born in the trailer park, so... Well, I did yeah. have cousins that were born in upstate New York or raised in upstate New York, and they were saying, gosh darn it, and stuff like that. And I'm like, your mama's from Brooklyn. What are you talking like that for? <laughs> so, all right, so now back to Vince. Now, the thing is with Vince, in my opinion, especially lately, it's like, I think he's lost his marbles. Um, he hasn't, like I said, he's, he's so far up corporate's butt. That he's letting them control the WWE. And that's what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, because the littlest thing that happened and then it gets the crowd intrigued, they, they want to pull the plug on it, you know? Or, or, like, prime example, the War Raiders. You know, they went through a gazillion name changes just because the word war was in it. I was like, really? That re- really? The thing, my point is, Vince doesn't need any corporate motherfuckers 
because he would make that money anyway. You may, he's made a lot of money as it is. Why are you why are you gonna put yourself out there and let them control it? You know what I'm saying? That it's preposterous, preposterous and ridiculous and churlish. <laughs> it is. Oh. It's time for him to go. It is. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that. Triple H briefly liked to tweet blaming Vince McMahon for WWE's confused and pointless storylines and saying the company should provide its wrestlers with health insurance. And they should. They're, Absolutely. They're a billion dollars, dude. You can't afford them fucking insurance. You know? Anyway. I mean, Geico, save yourself 15%. 10, 10%. 15 <laughs> In 15 minutes. In 15 minutes. That's what I meant. I mean, Geico, if you wanted to sponsor you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, so that's it for the rumors. Rick, what do you got for the injuries, my man? Uh, Vince McMahon's ego. <laughs> after that rant, his balls. Um, but do you guys agree with me or no? I no. do. No, you don't agree with Rick me? Does no. it, he doesn't want Rick Vince McMahon needs to stay forever. Then... Now, forever. No, I think it's he likes time to, for him to suck to on the grapefruits of Vince McMahon. Oh my God! I would join the Kiss His Ass Club any day. So, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> so now, <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> all Injury. right, Injury. Uh, Dominic Djokovic, uh, knee surgery, torn MCL. Oh, really? Yeah, so... Looked like they were going to p- give him a push, too. Yeah, and somebody pushed they him pretty hard. Him. Yeah, <laughs> pushing a break and shit. Um, yeah, so that's like, what, six to nine months? About that. At man. least, yeah. Yep. And that's all I got for the injuries. All right, so now before we go into Raw notes, I'm just going to skim by Raw anyways. But um, I wanted to talk... This is another subject I wanted to talk about. Is the whole Leo Rush thing. Did you guys... Like been keeping up on that and nah. hearing all the shit that he's been going through, and no, there's I a read... lot of mixed messages out there, in my opinion. Now, with everything that that's been reported on Leo Rush, do you guys agree with him, or did you want me to say what's been reported? Yes. Because you guys are giving me that blank face of I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Damn. All right, so basically, Leo Rush has been complaining that he should be a babyface. He says that he is he can be a top star in the company, um, that uh, he should not be carrying anybody's bags and bringing them water. I okay? agree with that. Don't do that. But that's called paying dues, too, and showing respect. Okay? That's the biggest one everybody's been talking about. And and Rick, you should know because you just started into the business again. Again, uh, after recovering from a three-year injury, yeah, finger injury. Um, did the fingernail grow back? Not yet, not fully. It's like ninety-nine percent. Oh, okay. So, but the thing of it is, is that um, all right. So when I was in the business, um, he was in the business. Business, yes. Yes, yes, the business, yes. I, um, the thing of it is, like, uh, if a veteran wrestler came in, like Jimmy Snuka or Greg the Hammer Valentine, 
guys like that, I would get up from my seat and offer them my seat. You know what I'm saying? Or if I just so happen to go get some water, and if one of them even asks me, hey, can you give me a bottle too or whatever, yeah, I go get it for them because that's showing respect to the, the guys that were there before us. Basically, that's what was happening with Leo Rush. So you guys still agree with Leo or, I mean, because it is part of paying your dues. You know, he's coming in. For me, how I'm looking at it is that he's coming in demanding respect and he doesn't think he needs to respect the other people. And I, I mean, don't see it that way. I mean, I don't think respect is in the form of carrying your bags and carrying, again, you water. Now, if but you ask the way, me. Yeah, but the way it's being presented, it's like he's being forced to do it. Yeah, it sounds you know like one of those college fraternities where they right. they're hazing you and stuff like that. Well, and the I, wrestling is like a fraternity. Yeah, yeah exactly. and and that's just not cool. I mean, times have changed, man. I'm sorry. We're we with the new school generation. We're not no I, generation. No, it's that I'm not gonna carry but, your fucking bag. Like no, but I, I I understand that. But let's just say like if I got four fucking bags. And Leo's got like two where he's just so happened to be walking by. He just doesn't think he needs to go and help somebody with their shit. Bobby Lashley is six Leo Rushes in one. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't want to hear anything about Bobby Lashley not holding his bag. But Leo Rush, I mean, listen, if you ask me to hold your stuff, if if I can, I'll do it. If you ask me to get you a bottle of water, yeah, sure. But you best damn believe if I'm perched and I'm parched, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, um, can perched. you get me a, can you get me some water? And if you say no to me, I'm like, all right, next time you need some water for your diabetic medication, don't be asking me. <laughs> but the only reason why Leah Rush is, is relevant is because of Bobby Lashley. Ooh. No, he's relevant yeah. because he's, he's he showed- was not relevant. At all in the big in in maybe in NXT. He wasn't NXT, the, and when when he got called five to, live, and he got called to the main roster to and, do that job but, because of his mouth and right. ability right. to talk. But that made the only reason why is because of Bobby Lashley. Well, because Bobby but Lashley he was there. Wasn't gonna be doing. If they put him on the main card, he wasn't going to be representing himself. No, he was of course represent not. Somebody else. But I don't so represent no Bobby what, Lashley. Yeah, Listen, you got a good mouth too, Rick. Okay. <laughs> it's it's sure <short> pretty. <laughs> but oh, if they Jesus tell, Christ, I just got that. <laughs> if they tell you to, yo, because you got a good mouth, we're going to put you up on the main roster. But you got to, you know, earn your dues, earn your keeps, carry some bags and, and do whatever. Your ass would be doing it too. I mean, I would up until a certain right, point. Then. But the thing yeah, is, that's called paying your dues. Yeah, freaking dues. Yes, and Leo like for Rush- instance, another instance too is that Aleister Black. He was in the back of the locker room, and I think the show was almost over, and he was in the back picking up everybody else's trash. Mm-hmm. You know, until one day Roman came up to him and goes, "You don't have to do that no more, bro." You know, that show number one, he's still paying his dues, and believe it or not, it is still considered paying your dues. But he's also being respectful and trying to keep the place clean because locker room etiquette, you, you know, and the indie's the same thing, you know, you don't leave that shit a mess. Yeah. I'll see, and if you're in yourself. NXT, I've seen those guys tear down the tear ring. Tear down the yeah. ring, bring the ring in, set it up. Yep. The whole nine yards. No, and, 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 and then we saw actually, them doing and that. And then being that you said that too, 
Jimmy Hart, who's probably one of the greatest uh, wrestling managers of all time, um, he he gets booked to do indie shows, and he's tearing down the ring. Mm-hmm. He's putting up the ring. He's helping these guys. And now, do you consider him a vet? That to you know, I mean, a of lot course. of you know that was another. You know, I'm just saying, a lot of people are like, well, he wasn't a wrestler. He didn't take bumps. He did take his fair share of bumps. You know, because Rick, you're into the indie scene as a manager. You got to learn how to take bumps. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Why? Because I think there he could be a spot. Finger. Yeah, I know, right? But the the you know because. There's a, there could be a spot where you do gonna have to take a bump. You know what I'm saying? So they were throwing out Jimmy Hart saying, you know, he um, he's still getting booked at indie shows and he's still do at indie shows. Mm-hmm. He's tearing down. He's helping these guys tear down the ring and putting it up and shit like that. So what makes Leo Rush thinks that he's all that in a bag of chips to say I'm not doing that? That's that's where I'm coming from. You I know think, what I'm saying? I think it's just to a certain extent. Like I'm like. I'm gonna do what I can. Yeah, but I I, I think he's he's uh, over exaggerating what's being done to him. But I can definitely see it. Like I can see it from that point of view. But I can also see it also being exaggerated from the other people because it, just to be fair, sometimes people take these rituals a little too far, and they'd be like, "Well, you know, back in my day, we used to do this," and you expect everybody to do it, and it's just. That's just not how it is anymore. Yeah, but you know, it's still considered paying your dues. I get you know? it. But it's but it's it's not like they're asking him to do something so terrible that it's gonna discredit him right. as a wrestler. Listen, he's a small, respectful. He's a small man also. Napoleon complexes are larger than life. So he That's may true. also be just looking at it like, yo, you're trying to chump me because I'm yeah. small, but I'll kick your ass. You know, like, that's okay, kind of Okay, but now, now, now I'm going to throw it to you this way, too. He was offered a $300,000 a year contract, and he turned it down because he says he's worth more than that. Double of that. I don't think he is. I mean, that's his, that's his style of trying to wager to get more money, I guess. No, I understand that, but he's not six hundred grand. Hell no, he hasn't proved that much. I mean, if you, player, if you ask a basketball player, if you ask a if you ask a basketball player who's the best basketball player in the league, you think they're gonna say LeBron James or you think they're gonna say themselves? They're gonna say themselves. Exactly. So gonna he's say gonna LeBron say Jenner. they're gonna say Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> he, nah, not a professional <laughs> basketball player. They're gonna try to. Yeah, say it no, themselves. But I so if you say, "Well, I'm worth, I'm but, worth six hundred thousand. Yeah, but even even rookies. You know, when rookies first do, you know, they, they help out. They do what they can and da 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 And then they start to prove their worth. You know what I'm saying? They don't play every game because they're a rookie. But you know she, what I'm saying? But the Unless is, they're really, really good. Or like the Yankees, they got their whole squad injured and then the, they started to come in. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, too, is that you have veterans who've been there who still help out. Okay? And they still pick up somebody else's and bag. They do. And they still... Kiss Vince McMahon's ass. They still mm-hmm. kiss Roman. Triple H and, and and Stephanie's ass. The and chumps. What makes you think that Leo Rush is better than those people? He's not. But exactly. bottom line is this. Here's the bottom line. Rick Sorrell the third will carry Bobby Lashley's bags. So Bobby, <laughs> hit me up. The agent will come on over. He'll carry your bags. But what? But but back to what I was saying, though. I mean, he was offered a contract for three hundred dollars. Oh, three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. I'll take it. 
I'll take three hundred dollars a freaking night. You know, for three hundred grand a year. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's more than what I make in my my real job. You know, it's like be blessed that you're being offered that. Do you know how many people is knocking on the WWE's door to get in, just to get in? Mm-hmm. You know, and and and. Being in the indies, yeah, that's your main goal. I don't give a fuck about AEW. I don't give a fuck about any other of those co- Impact of New Ooh, Japan. I give a fuck the about main, AEW. The main, well, I do care, but I'm, they, Cody they, haven't even, they haven't even been on TV yet. Cody Cole. You know what I'm saying? So my, my point is, is that, you know, the main goal for everybody out there, and there's still thousands of wrestlers in the indies, is knocking on the WWE's door. The one thing they their main goal, their main main goal is to be at the WWE and to be the best that they can be to be at WrestleMania. That's the overall goal. You know what I'm saying? That's why I look at somebody like Kenny Omega. You know, it's it's like, dude, you know, great performer. He's done some stupid shit, but you know, I can't call him the greatest until I seen him on the big stage. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's just how it is. You can't turn down 300 grand because that next person who can be like a Leo Rush will take that shit. Rick Swann on the third? He probably could. He's got to lose a lot of weight, though. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That That's all. Because I've seen it all over the internet and I'm just like wondering, you know, why why is he acting like this? You know, and then I put myself in the wrestler's per- perspective of when it happened when I was in, you know, and, and he's, for me, he's making it a, too much of a big deal. That's how I see it. He's crying like a little bitch. He's crying like a little bitch. Trifling bitch. Trifling bitch. All right. Ronald. I don't. Eh. All right. So I'm going to go through this super fast. Uh, Raw opens up with Vince. Um, <laughs> Yo, he was so confused, man. He was very confused. I was confused this whole week. Of wrestling. I don't know what the hell is going on. The wild card. It was wild. (laughs) It was like, yo, it's like playing Uno with no rules. Unbelievable. You want to come on Raw? You want to go SmackDown? Sure. Right? Come on. But but the thing of it is, it changed from three to four to five to six. It's like, make up your fucking mind. And then, oh, I only showed up on Raw because I knew you would show up, Kofi. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Daniel Bryan, you yeah. haven't been on TV in a month. How did you know that Kofi was going to show up? Exactly. And Kofi showed up because Roman showed up. But what not th- only that, though. It's like, it's... What bothered... This is why I went on this whole tyrant with about Vince. Is that he comes out, oh, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. No, you're not. No, you are not. No, you what? ain't. No, you ain't. No, you isn't. Oh, my God. Cole saying Monday Night Yard. Really, Cole? Really? Did you catch that? No, when, I didn't. When Roman, I did, when I Roman, oh, my God. Yeah, when Roman came out, he goes, it's Monday Night Yard. Totally fucked it up. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, uh, Roman saying Vince lied to y'all about the whole thing. Daniel Bryan comes out. Kofi comes out. Um, Vince mentioned about three from Raw and then three from SmackDown being a wild card. Uh, AJ's music hit. Um, uh, honestly, though, it wasn't a bad start. I, I was hyped, but I was just so lost about the whole wild card, you know, because it doesn't make sense. To me, it does not make sense at all. Um, after AJ and Seth were arguing, because Seth ended up showing up, um, 
Vince had another idea and make it made a tag team match. Um, the whole opening was 25 minutes long. That was a very long opening for Raw. Uh, it was a commercial to come back with AJ. To come back with AJ, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? So it was AJ and Seth versus Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin. Winner was Lashley and Corbin. 22 minutes long this match was. 22 goddamn minutes. Uh, but it was a good match. I'm not going to take that away. AJ hit Seth with the phenomenal forearm. And then bounce. So I was yeah, like, okay. I'm loving that Corbin's winning. He's the best heel in WWE yeah, right now. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next segment, Sammy was talking trash again. Strowman came out, tr- chased him back to the to the uh, gate. And to me, this was funny. With Sammy, he goes, "This has nothing to do with you." And then he turns around. <laughs> like I was laughing. I was just like, "Really? Of all this, that's all you say to him?" So um, he gets caught. Braun throws him in the dumpster, and then he gets booted out there. Uh, next, Lucha House Party versus three jobbers. This was a quick four-minute match. Um, but why are they getting so much TV time, the Lucha House Party? I why? have no clue. Me no neither. Clue. Me neither. Cinco de Mayos? Oh, oh yeah. Could have been. Because you know those guerros yeah. always like to celebrate. I forgot. Yeah. Cinco de Mayos. Uh, then up next, it was Ricochet versus Robert Roode. Um this was a good match, but it didn't make no sense storyline wise because um, they said that if if Ricochet lost, Robbie Root, Robert Root would take over in, in the Money in the Bank. It was like a two second storyline, and it led to a match. And have you guys noticed that WWE's been doing that? Yeah, they've been doing a quick storyline just mm. to justify why the match is happening. It's it like sucks. it's stupid. Um, now. Uh, what was it? Oh, the woman's promo, Dana, Naomi, and Natty. Uh, okay. Yo, yo, Natalia is trash. How dare you talk about this girl, Lacey Evans, when you have a, a Instagram for your cat? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> She's just terrible. She's, yeah. oh, God. Yep. <laughs> she uh, sucks. She sucks. I mean, I. I like Natty as a wrestler, but your promos suck, girl. You need just, you need just help. Trash. It's just trash. You uh, need Rick Serrano to curve. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, they show um, Rey Mysterio and his son, and then as Rey went into the locker room, Dominic was walking, and uh, as the camera panned back, showed uh, Samoa Joe lurking right at, right behind him, but then uh, pretty much punked his ass out though, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Lacey Evans versus Ali Katrina. Oh, when it was yeah, Ali Katrina. Uh, okay. So now they punking Lacey Evans. How are they punking Lacey Evans? She you just it. said the Ali Katrina one. No, I did not. I said her name twice. That's all I said. Uh, did uh, you hear me say she won? I don't no. know. I fell asleep <laughs> after the. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I'm not the only one. No. <laughs> Lacey Evans went, um, Dana, Naomi, Natalia, and Alexa Bliss were at ringside. Lacey went on and said that the reason she invited them was to see what a real lady is and blah, blah, blah. Becky came out. They went at it again. Okay. All right, sure. Uh, then up next is Viking Raiders versus Hawkins and Ryder. Uh, the winners were Viking Raiders, so it looks like it's going to be them uh, versus the Viking Raiders at uh, Money in the Bank, I'm presuming. Uh, then there was another episode of the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Ah. Ah. You said it slow, though. No. Firefly. Yeah. No. Don't ruin it for me. Firefly Funhouse. I hate y'all. 
Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> anyway, what did I think of this one? This was good. <laughs> Bizarre. This was good. <laughs> but I'm like so the kids intrigued. Is creepy. But the kids were creepy. He was creepy because he was just like, what's that catchphrase he's been saying lately? Like, if you if you let me in, yeah. Uh, what is it? Do you, do you remember something yeah, like that? that. One, he, that one, but he, yeah. he says it. He says it with a smile, and then he gets a little serious. Like, if you let me in, bye. I'm like, dude, that is so creepy. So I'm digging. I'm digging this. I just I just want to see more and see where it goes. You know, somebody said something interesting, and they said that Bray killed the rabbit. Oh really? That that buzzards are buzzards, and they oh, eat after right. the animal that's is that, dead right. already. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's saying that Bray killed the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Kill the rabbit. Kill, kill the, the rabbit. Kill the rabbit. And if you're Tony's <laughs> age, that is from the Looney Tunes. Bu- the, the Looney Tunes, yes. Bugs, Bugs, the Bugs Bunny. The Bugs Bunny. The Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, so it was interesting. I'm waiting to see where it goes. Uh, Roman versus Drew. Uh, the winner was Roman by DQ. Shane and Elias interfered. Then the Miz music hits. Chased Shane into the back. As Charlie was interviewing Shane. <laughs> now she she's a field again. reporter. Yeah, she's like a field reporter. Follow them. Follow them. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Uh, Shane was checking out the limo, and uh, the Miz hits him from behind. Um, this was a very long... Uh, match slash promo uh but i wasn't i wasn't mad about it you know what i'm saying because number one it protected roman protected drew but um for all that to be mixed in you know it's 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 with shane yeah so for me it's going to be a little bit too much shane especially what happened on smackdown so i was just like i'm over it but it was it was all right it was all right uh the revival versus the good brothers never happened no, because under the Uso Icy Hot got on my lip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> they, they destroyed the revival, son. Well, from what I'm hearing, though, is that because the revival um, didn't uh, d- decline the offer, uh, the contract offer, so the WWE is trying to devaluate them. So that way, you know, when they go out on their own, nobody's going to want to sign with them. But it's, it's, just, stupid. it's stupid. It is. They're going to AEW, guys. <laughs> they are. They're, they're going to AEW. They're um, the Usos gave them the a sweat activator. <laughs> it should be working right about. Right about. Now. And then they started itching their crotches and, you know, the... Uh, then they gave him water, and they were like, you're not supposed to drink, or no, you're supposed to drink it, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was a quick three-minute promo, or match, or whatever the hell that was. Um, then No Way Jose, he came out, <laughs> only to get bashed by Lars Sullivan. Uh, that was a quick two-and-a-half-minute spot. Uh, okay. Shall his hair go back in the book? Uh, I don't even want to say it, though, honestly. <laughs> Well, because that's probably the only time we're going to see No Way Jose. If, all right, how about this? If he's there next week, then we'll, we'll put, put him, him in the book. We'll put him back in. Uh, the the conga line, too. I'm getting uh, sick I'm, of that I'm shit. I'm so sick of that conga line. It's like, ugh. Uh, the main event, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, this was a 21-minute match. Good back and forth. Um, Kofi retains one clean, which was shocking to me. One very clean. I'm like, what? What? 
I was like. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that is your raw. You know what? Let's go quickly into part two of the Kenny Casanova interview. And then when we come back, then it is time for Smackdown Breakdown. Bingo! Now here's part two of the Kenny Casanova interview. All right, so Kenny, I'm going to come up straight with you because you're a straight up guy. It is Samu, the same guy in person that he is on Twitter. <laughs> All right, so even if uh, for those of you that, that end up reading the book, he approaches that on Twitter. So he said these days, he's actually pretty smart. These days, he, um, he realizes that you have to kind of change to keep the um, uh, uh, keep evolving with the product, and social media is a big part of that. Right. A lot of these guys will have like, you know, followers and that then they can reach them with merchandise or what have you if they're East WWE they still have their followers this and that so <laughs> he decided he wanted to stay heel and he he drops rude words and, and it's like <laughs> stuff that just gets people right right so that was his idea it didn't work too well because he didn't expect that uh, some people were toward him and then he lost his cap. <laughs> it kind of backfired for him, you know? Um, but when you when you actually, like, just chill with the guy and stuff like that, um, he's super cool and he's super generous and uh, the guys in the, you know, that wrote the passages for him, the book mentioned how he'd do a show where a guy didn't get paid anything and he'd take money out of his own pocket, give the guy money, ass and this and that when he has absolutely nothing do with the promotion wow. as far as like some kind of ownership so he's a super cool dude uh, he's uh he is misunderstood <laughs> that he talks like he's in the 80s sometime yeah like uh as you probably know um back in the day you're growing up kids might go that was retarded or that was gay and it's yeah. that type of that he gets himself because he says stuff like that and doesn't and, and uh uh, he's, he pumped up that type of volume intentionally on Twitter to, <laughs> uh, to try to stay in that 90s vibe. Or, I don't know why, yeah. but... It's he wanted the heat, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you, it's funny, if you read the book, at the end of the book, he says it. He's like, if you some of the Twitter stuff, I intentionally rile people on Twitter <laughs> to get more hits, and it worked. Yeah. More people follow him, it took, and they hurt <laughs> Oh, geez. So that's just crazy. Like, well, New Jack was like that too. Like, New Jack was yeah. just like ruthless on there, but he didn't. Like, he straight up said it anyway. No, that, this is me. This ain't no work. This ain't nothing. This is how I am. Blah blah blah. It's like, damn, New Jack, chill out. Um, <laughs> now, there are a couple of things that he wrote that were to me because I have a sixth sense of humor. To me, I laughed so hard. But I mean, a big part of that was I can't say some of those words anymore. Up somebody off. Um, you think if I can think what one of them was that got out of heat? Do you remember any of the tweets in particular? I know. Well, that was just a lot of homophobic ones. Yeah, that one. What was it? <clears throat> you remember it, Rick? It was, I don't have it in front of me. It was oh. just something about uh, homophobic and something like that. <laughs> just not okay, no, no, I, Yeah, yeah. It was Renee Young. Renee okay, Young. So somebody, I think it was Taz wrote. Congratulations on being the first female yeah. uh, announcer, something like that. Commentator, yeah. And yeah. then he, yeah, and I think he wrote back, um, 
she's the first female announcer. Wait, let me think of how it was worded. But not the first crafted. bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for maybe first bitch announcer. Um, because he was talking. Oh Cole no! Right, here's what it was. Time. I think it was. First, it was something like first non-fag is what it was. First Jesus. non-faggot. Yes, that's but, what it was. Yeah, it was first non-faggot, but still a but uh, one of many cocksuckers. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and dude, clearly he wrote that just to be like rude, and just distasteful. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, and and he got all kinds of hits on that, and he's. <laughs> He, was, he again as a social experiment to some degree. He was he's trying to play a villain that says stuff that he doesn't care. Too bad if you don't like it. I'm still using the same language that I used 10, 20 years ago. Um, just to rile people up. He, he, it's it calculated, right? But it backfired because people reported it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, suspended him. they suspended him like three times, which they eventually took it away, and he had to start a new. <laughs> so oh, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Jesus, man. All right, so staying on topic about your book, um, I got I got some other things I'm going to throw out at you. And I think one of them, you might have gotten it from this person. Now, I've been talking back and forth with uh, Stevie Ray um, from the, you know, just he just got a, uh, into the Hall of Fame uh, with his brother. You know, it's Booker weird T. because... One day, he just started following me everywhere. He became aware of me. I don't know yeah. if it was you. Yeah, it was because of me. <laughs> one day, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, oh, yeah, see, you're following me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. I'm like, this dude's stalking me. Yeah, well, because <laughs> we were talking back and forth, and uh, yeah. he, was, he was, like, at a bar or something. So he was on oh. FaceTime. So then every time I was okay. trying to ask him a question about being on the show or doing a project with him as far as doing his own podcast, and I was going to help him out on that and, you know, cool. like be like a, like a co-host for his show, um, yeah. somebody kept interrupting him. So then I was like, you know what? Uh, Fuck this. I'm just going to email the guy. So I emailed him and I told him about, you know, what my plans were. Um, so he, he was all cool with it. He's on board with it, but he said he wanted it to wait a little bit. So then I told him, I said, well, you know, if you're interested also, um, if you're looking for, to, to try to get some extra money, get a hold of Kenny Casanova. Cause he just did the book. He just did Vader's book, Sabu. And you know, I went along, I went through the whole list. So he was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll look him up. And then all of a sudden <laughs> now he's talking to you. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. So I, I dropped your name up, you know, to keep you busy too, you know. So yeah. he was, you know, so it was funny though because um, during the Hall of Fame, you know, I was happy for the guy and shit like that. And I was watching the Hall of Fame show. And then, like, I would have to say about 10, 15 minutes after he did his speech, he sends me a message on, on Facebook and he sends me a picture of himself with his Hall of Fame ring. And I'm like, oh, okay, congratulations, dude. <laughs> you know, like if I wasn't watching it. So I was like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? So I thought, I thought that was pretty funny, yeah. So is, now, now I'm going to throw it at you now. Are you going to do his book next, or is that something going to talk about? You know, I think I shot a message when I saw that he was following me, but I don't think that he's even it. So maybe he doesn't really use his direct message. You know, some of the guys, I don't think, right. do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh if uh, 
if he asks, I, you know, I think he's up there where I could. Yeah. Usually what, one of my relations is I try to do guys that have held some kind of titles. Right. You know, that's the only thing. If they've held some kind of title, I'm cool with it. Didn't happen with uh, da- uh, Dangerous Davis, but he's like right in my area. It was right. way easier to do. And also, um, you know, I did a ton of shows with him, so I didn't have a problem breaking right. that little rule that I try to go with somebody who's had a title. He tagged those and that and such. So, I, yeah, I probably would. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, right now, I'm working on Just Incredibles. Uh, only a bit in on that, almost nothing. Right. Um, but we just started with hits. Um, also, at the same time, I'm redoing Tito Santana's with his. Oh, nice. And oh, nice. Yeah, his came out long ago. He had a little, like, 100-pager kind of gimmick that was at, like, his libraries and stuff like that, schools and stuff. But I, it wasn't my, it was, it was almost like a kayfabe. Like, they treated it like wrestling was real. That's how old it is now. Wow. So it's like late 90, you know, like, where they would say, and I almost won that, that match, you know? Right. And you're like, that's kayfabe. And I break a couple things there, but <laughs> so now I'm going back through, took that, used it as the whole outline for the book, but I'm adding 300 pages to it. So I'm writing more than the original book was, you know, uh, by, by four times probably. Holy shit. Um, wow. so we're going to do a good show on, uh, another guy. And I don't know what's going on with it, but Sid has called me a number of times. Really? And we, we've talking about it. I think he's got, very particular spots, and that could be one that uh, that is definitely up for a contender, and I could do it. Um, it's just kind of in limbo, and if I do it, I got to do it justice. Right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah, I see what I, you did I, I justice. Uh, yeah. Uh, Well, shit. I mean, if Tony course, didn't catch it, though. No, I, I did. I did. I thought because you kept going with it, so I was waiting to, for you to finish. So, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, Jesus, man. I mean, we took we both took a power bomb from the guy anyway, so it's only fair yeah, that you yeah. do write the book. Well, <laughs> just to be honest, um, I kind of took a power bomb from him too when I went to an autograph signing and he didn't show up, so. It was kind of like a power bomb myself. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, actually, it's funny that we're talking about it, Kenny, because I found the video, the whole video of that fight. And, uh, nice. Told, yeah, I found it the other day. I was like, holy shit, there it is. Don't care about the match itself. Take the very end of the match yeah. over and just upload that to YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. But, uh, yeah, I found it. I was like, holy shit, here it is. Here's the proof. So I thought that was pretty funny. Now, I gotta ask you a question. Now, st- still sticking with the book theory line. Now, have you ever watched Viceland? The show? I haven't seen it yet, but everybody's telling me to watch the Bruiser Brody one. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you. Now, Bruiser Brody wouldn't... I mean, that would be an awesome book to write. I mean, obviously his son um, is very close to him. And and when I was watching Viceland, man, I mean, he still kept a lot of his memorabilia in the storage unit. You know, so would you consider doing a book about Bruiser Brody and the things that happened? Because in the show Viceland... Uh, Tony Atlas was in it. Uh, Dust Mantel was in it, and yeah. man, this was for me. This was a very, very uh, touching story, um, especially like towards yeah, we the end. We told the story in the Kamala book pretty in depth. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we talked to Tony a little bit about it too. And there was a whole thing of Tony having—I don't know if they mentioned it—having to carry the body out yeah. of the place and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's pretty intense. Uh, Would you consider doing uh, that book? 
lot of stuff different. with Brody early on, and Brody with Kamala booked for like steel cage matches and stuff all over the place, and uh, uh, he was pretty upset when he passed it. So, wow. um, yeah, I'll just check that out. It sounds good, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely check it out, man. If if there's a book in the future for that, man, whew, I bet a lot of people would love I, to read that. Is there a Brody book? I feel like there might be a book written on Brody. Oh, really? Huh. Maybe. If there is, it's only. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look. Holy shit. Wow. All right, so now I got I got another quick. Now, this is way off topic, um, and then uh, I think Rick's got a question for you. Now, keeping it 100, you've been a guest on that show before. Um, I think, actually, this was when, you know, God rest his soul, uh, Vader, I think, was on the show, and then he got you on there, right? Yeah, you know, we were almost ready to put it out two years in. Right, it's yeah. Called, uh, he did a call into that show. And then randomly, he's like, you can probably mention the book. He's like, can you call Kenny and him come on and pitch the book quick? Right. So they called me up in the middle of their interview, and I just acted goofy and pitched a book <laughs> that wasn't even, like, ready to print. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I mentioned I just do Inferno's uh, Instagram account because he, he always showed new friends. Some, some dumb thing that they yeah, did. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they laughed. They've mentioned you a few <laughs> times, though, on their show. Yeah. And uh, but now I'm I'm the reason why I'm bringing this up is because um, obviously you was around in that era when with New Breed Wrestling, um, which was very long ago. Now one of the things that they talk about on uh, Keeping It One Hundred is that with uh, the back Royal? reverse battle royal. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, I've written Conan about. Really? He just write. He wrote. He wrote one word. My so my email was something to this effect. I said that you keep talking about how is it Simon Diamond? Who is it credited as being the creator of the uh, Reverse Battle Royale? Oh, is it Simon Diamond? I think so. Yeah. Or is it uh, Scott Diamore? One of those guys. No, I think it's Simon Diamond. Around that time. Yeah, and he's credited as being right. Because that's the worst match of all time it was horrible in this match i've never seen their first. i've never done just for your listeners um who don't know what happened but it got a lot of magazines and stuff they talked about it king kong bundy versus uh primo uh the third yeah both guys uh, we had just built a, they got in there they broke it <laughs> and, uh, we had to have a battle royal at the end of the night because some of the guys that were on the show that was their only the spot on the show and right i remember out and saying so instead of uh, a battle royal, we'll do a reverse battle royal. Everyone and whoever can get into the middle of the broken ring. Right. <laughs> so we had to do it. We had uh, of, you know interest in that happening. Pretty much, we're forced into doing. It. Yeah. And um, so Conan, I said, you keep saying it's the first one. And, uh, you know, we get back in like '97 in Schenectady Hall, and you guys are talking about something that happened in 2000 and or something like that or right. maybe years later and I said I just want to know that you're wrong our our will happen at this time is that kayfabe <laughs> 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 I'm like alright Conan and I have, have emailed each other a bit actually uh, a number of different things like I've helped him find some pictures wanted um, what else we, we talked about stuff for getting on the show and I sent some books to that. Check out his book ahead of time. Right. Uh, also, I set up the Vader interview. Um, the other connections include 
they used to have this dude Kevin Gill who was on the show. Yeah. The G, they, they make fun of now because they kept off, but he was the booker for the Instant Town Posse, uh, the Juggalo Chip Wrestling. Oh, really? Um, and he helped me get, uh, uh, what's the dude's name? One. What's the blonde ICP dude's name? Violent J. Violent J, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, Violent J. He helped me get Violent J to write a, a patch, uh for the Kamala book. Oh, nice. Um, who used the books. Yeah, so that new Kevin Gill, and now Buffini is a bit of a, uh, a book. He likes the books and stuff, so I sent him some photos, and he's read all my books. And so, uh, that's how we have some connection there. Plus, Kane is one of the few guys that, that are backstage or at WWE now uh, that know me. Like, there's a few of them. Him, Jeff Jarrett. Right. Uh, and that's about it. I mean, those are most of the old school guys that know me. Those two. Hurricane had a big role on that show. So that's my connection to guys. Um, though I've only, I think I've only been on it once. Mm-hmm. Don't you be somewhere else? Another. It took me a couple of times, but I, I <laughs> only remember being on it once. I think I was only on it once. Right. All right, well, Kenny, this is the last question, the mega question. Now, Kenny Casanova, ladies and gentlemen, is also a DJ and has thousands and thousands of songs. Kenny Casanova, what is the one wrestling theme song that you can listen to over and over again and gets you pumped every single time? I think I really like Jive Soul Bro, Slip. I don't know, Tony might have saw my post the other day, um, but it's a trivia question for that. Uh, Slick's song, Jive Soul Bro, cover tune, it was not his own song. He right. took it from, he took it, uh, an old uh, hip-hop artist, uh, original track, word or two, and, and then made it his own. Yeah, I think they paid him some kind of royalty. <laughs> Do you guys know the original hip-hop artist? <sighs> Ooh. I'm not as old as you guys. <laughs> I old. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I know what it is. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, his name is Captain Chameleon. Yes. Super random, almost like P Funk, almost like Fourth Day in the Time kind of uh, Clarence Carter sort of funky <laughs> 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 kind of kind of guy. So, uh, yeah. Did that, and he also did grab, which was Junkyard Dogs. So, yep. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, if the listeners are out there, I want to hear the look up Captain Chameleon, grab them kitty. <laughs> and it was called Jive Foe, not so bro. It was yeah. Foe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> a great interview, as always, with Kenny Casanova. Kenny. Tell the people where we can find you on social media and what you're up to, what's next for you. Plug away. Okay, so you can find me uh, at Ken Casanova on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook because I'm old enough to actually have my own name. There's no real Kenny Casanova or anything like that. <laughs> uh, you can check out Kenny Casanova to find uh, a portal for all, all of my outlets, including wrestling, uh, books, and or DJ stuff. Uh, DJ website's the djservice.com and the book site is wohw.com where you can pick up Kamala, Danny Davis, Bruce B. Dick, Sabu, and Vader books right now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you heard throughout this whole interview, we had some 
nice little great moments from Kenny Casanova's adventures and WWE Hall of Fame, where backstage we have Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, beat up Bernhardt's uh, attacker. We have... We know that Kenny loves Slicks music, Junkyard Dog. We know that Sabu was just being a dick, but, it, but he was just trying to be a heel. He wasn't being a dick. Um, and the major thing that we know is that one half of the tag team, Raw Tag Team Champions, may or may not have been uh, offended by Kenny calling him a jobber. So. Cool. What? We, I don't know. I don't know. It could, I, I it could have been a former. I didn't hear nothing. Anyway. Maybe it could be a current or a former. I don't know. It, it could be one of the other. Y'all just take a guess, will you? Hey, can I, uh, let me tag something on there real quick. There's a yeah. local comic book store uh, called Heroes, uh, Heroes Hideout up here in the mall now. Yep. They got all kinds of wrestling figures. Um, and, and stuff like that. And they do autograph signs. And you know, we've had some of our guys come up and do it and stuff. Nice. The other day, this individual that the guys are talking about walked in there, looked around, and, and bought the sample book and left. <laughs> <laughs> he refused to order it off my site after he's ordered all the other ones off the site, but he went and bought it in there and then left. So Jeez. he still likes my but he's pissed at me. <laughs> yeah, well, wow. that, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this individual may or not be Kurt Hawkins. We don't know. Thank you very much, Zach Kenny Ryder. Casanova. <laughs> or Zach Ryder. Thank you very much, Kenny Casanova. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go take a pause for the cause. Oh, yeah, and Kenny, when are we getting hacks on Jim Duggan? We'll be right back. <laughs> this is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. And we are back. Wow, Kenny. Wow. Yeah. So Sabu's not a dick. Sabu's not a dick, No. No, he sure isn't. He sure ain't. <laughs> you know, but but the thing of it is, it just goes to show, you know, um, people who are not in involved with the uh, social media, how I don't want to say lost. That's a poor choice choice of words, but you know, just Sabu's not a social media type person, you know, and and for him. He doesn't have the social media etiquette. No, no, it's, it's not that. He, he's not, no, because he's old school. He's from the 80s where saying the things that he said was acceptable back then. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say he's not really in social media because then he would see saying things like that is unacceptable now. I think that, with all the chair shots, he believes he's in the 80s. He probably still thinks he is in the 80s. But anyways, <laughs> thank you very much, Kenny Casanova, for that wonderful interview. Um, uh, I think he's in the process of hooking us up with uh, Vader's son uh, to give us a little intel on what happened uh, his, with his experience with his own dad, uh, with Vader. Exactly. And telling some good old stories. So I'm looking forward to that. And then once that comes up, uh, we'll let you guys know. Absolutely. And with that being said, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Colin Elbow brand. Go to ColinElbowBrand.com, save yourself 5, 5%, not 5, 10% by using promo code WPOV. Almost at 5 because we get $5 every time you guys <laughs> use promo code WPOV. And that's so, like a tip for us, man. That's Come a on. tip. I mean, we're giving you a tip by using promo code WPOV, you get 10%. So well, in Rick's case, he gave the tip to Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
WPOV. It's <laughs> now time true. for the SmackDown <laughs> Breakdown. Are you ready? <laughs> Break it down. I'm gonna be honest. I shut SmackDown off like three times in this first segment because I was just like, no, no, no! I don't want to see this wild card crap. No, no, Why are you here? No, let me ask you a question because uh, we're probably gonna be jumping around a lot and going through NXT and SmackDown quick because we know it's a long episode. We know, we know this. <laughs> um, but who told Kofi that his win at WrestleMania was a fluke? I don't remember anybody saying that to him. I don't remember nope. anybody. Well, he's only faced, what, one person. Uh, I think Daniel, Daniel Bryan that, ha- mentioned it. He hasn't been his, on TV, so how could he say it? When he first, first won. No, no. Nobody. No. Nope. But he, he's going on SmackDown saying, this is, this is for them saying that my win was a fluke and this and that. But did you see the change of attitude that he had? Like, Kofi, stop. It's true. Stop it. Oh, my it. God. He's got to stop it. You know, because honestly, he looked like a punk to me. He, he looked is. like a fucking punk on he SmackDown. Does. It's like, dude, you know what? That Now you're getting a little bit out of control. Be for the fans. Don't be like you're all that now. Say shit like, I'm going to be a fighting champion for the fans because the fans helped me get out of it. But he's not acting like that. He's like, Son. I'm the champ now. Bitch, shut up. Humble yourself or you will get humbled. Where's the sheet at? Get your fucking armpit titties. Please. <laughs> Please. So done with it, man. Chest really flatter than a pancake. <laughs> Yo. Well, anyway, shortly after Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn comes out and then Kofi does his little <sighs> spiel, whatever. Uh, Kevin Owens is off for the night. Cuts a promo. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. Happy birthday. Right? Um, we did that Andrade versus Ali, which was a good match. Yo, that was a good these, match. These two are good. Yo, they're yeah. so good. And, and that, then, no, not to cut you off, Rick, but did you? That, this is the other thing I've been hearing is that um, Vince is really high on Andrade, especially now because he's speaking English. <laughs> like, are you serious? You can't be serious with this shit, man. I mean, he has Selena Vega for a reason, Vince. Exactly. But but you know what, though? I like Selena Vega with Andrade. Absolutely. I do. I'm sorry. I don't. If Oh, my God. If he plans on having Andrade <laughs> without Selena Vega, he's making a big mistake. He really he is. is. They can keep doing that type of promo. That's okay. I have no problem with it. But... Uh, uh, there's something about him with Selena Vega that makes, makes him makes him more uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Well, this was a good match between these two, and it ends in a no contest that the Randy Orton comes in and hits two awesome <laughs> RKOs. I don't uh, know where. And uh, Ali ends up like saying, "I'm not scared of you," which I like. I like see. I would like to see a promo between Ali and Orton. So, I think. what do you I, think of that little uh, vignette for uh, Ali? 
I liked it. I liked it. Was it. It, was whole... a, it was a little weird, but uh, he does weird videos like that, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And but he does. He has good production. Whatever he's I, doing. What? I mean, he might be using your phone, the one with the trillion songs on he, it. He, you know what? <laughs> you know, cat's out the bag. He did email me. He asked me if he could use my phone so he can do the production of his of that vignette. Mm. Right. It's, it's it's out of the bag, right? Yeah. All right. It's out of the bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> um, Shane McMahon <laughs> comes out and talks about the steel. I'm, I'm going through this. It's mm-hmm. I don't want. He says about giving the tag team titles to a worthy team, oh. and he tries to give it to Daniel Bryan and Rowan, not Eric Rowan anymore, for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> the Usos come out and say, "Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up." Um, they Wait, want a tag team title shot. Hold up, hold up, hold Wait, up. Said, hold up, hold up. Hold up. They said hold up. Hold up. They said hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Is that what they hold said? Up. Hold, hold up. up. They said something. Hold up. They said something. They said something. Was that was it hold up? I think so. It, it didn't matter. Just hold it up. Just hold up. <laughs> um let, let, let's go back to the video. Um <laughs> let's go back to the videotape. Um what's a videotape? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I showed my age. Yeah, sure did. The Press Usos. The, the Usos came out, and you know, at first I was like, "This is so predictable; they're not gonna win." But the yeah. match itself made it seem like, "Yo, wait, are the Usos about to win this match?" Um, I actually enjoyed this match, but uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan end up winning the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had a, a Finn Balor promo where he's like, Finn, two belts. Oh, boy. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Al- then we had Shane McMahon get attacked by The Miz after talking about the ladder matches. And the B team attacks Miz. Miz stands tall and gets attacked yeah. by Shane with a chair. All right. Yep. Daniel Bryan and Rowan are <laughs> backstage and Heavy Machinery says, Congratulations. <laughs> I mean that that's a good thing. Now we all right, mm-hmm. we got a story is starting here. Um Sonya Deville and Manny Rose Poor defeated acting, Oh of course. <laughs> they defeated Ember Moon and Carmella. Yo, Ember Moon, that's your girl. What she ain't wearing nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how he like it. It's getting like it. smaller and smaller getting sucked into those thighs. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they they try to build a story with Sonya and Mandy. That's what it looks like, yeah. Sonya saved Mandy, and Mandy picked up the win. Yeah. And now, after the match, Paige came out and says, "Next week, Oscar and Carrie Sane are coming for you too." And there's definitely gonna be something with Sonya and Mandy. But okay, I, I all right, whatever. The match is gonna happen, but there was nothing to that though. What's the reason behind it? Why all of a sudden you mad at them? When you were general manager, you didn't have that kind of beef with them. And then now you do? But she dissed them. She kind of did. I, she un- dissed I them. understand that, but she's just all of a sudden out of the blue. I got my Oriental or Asian women. Because well, she's trying and, to prove a point know, that they, no point. they ain't all that. But it, it makes and no sense. And that she created them. It's no sense. Makes no sense. You make makes no, no sense. sense. You make uh, no sense. What no. makes no sense is Matt Hardy's weird stance that oh Lars Sullivan is behind. That terrible acting, and then he goes, "It's him," <laughs> and he's not even looking at him. He's like, "It's him." 
Get your dukes up. <laughs> put them up. Put them up. Like he's a bored villain or something. Put them up. What the hell? Put up your dukes. Put up your dukes. Um, R-Truth got powerbombed through a table by Lars Sullivan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Alistair Black had another promo. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Kobe <laughs> Kingston challenged and fought against AJ Styles and Sami Zayn in a triple threat match. Um, AJ went for the phenomenal forum, got kicked with the trouble in paradise. Then Xavier gets attacked by Kevin Owens. And now this is the part that pisses me off. Three, three, count them. One, two, three. Three, three blue power bombs, blue thunder power bombs oh, yeah. to Kofi, and Kofi kicked out mm-hmm. of three of them. Mm-hmm. Three, one, tres. two, three. Uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos, tres. Each Nissan. There you go, Nissan Maxima. <laughs> <laughs> three yeah. blue thunder power bombs and one trouble in paradise knocks Sami Zayn out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell Sammy was the fall guy for this one. Yep. This one is going too far with Kofi. It is. Um, it, it, it's just ridiculous. It's churish. It's preposterous. Very churish. It's deplorable. Mm-hmm. It, it's haberdasherous. And you know who I blame? Who? Vince. A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. <laughs> you in trouble today, boy. Mm-hmm. You don't mess up, A-A-Ron. Needs to go over to old Shaq Hennessy and tell him what he did. All right, with that being said, Miguel Cole. Okay, make sure you go to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV. Give us a like. Go to Instagram and give us a like there too at Wrestling POV1. And follow us on Twitter at Wrestling POV, where I am in control. Okay? Thank you. All right. No, wow. No Byron Saxon stuff? I guess so. Who? Who is that? <laughs> there you go. Jesus. It is now time for NXT POV Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia. Speaking of Mia, Mia Yim. <laughs> Mia Yim loses to Bianca Belair. Yeah, both ghetto match. Uh, that was a ghetto match if I never saw one mm-hmm. in my life. My God. Definitely was. Um, Raul Mendoza versus Riddick uh, Moss. Um, what's in the bottle? It's supposed to, I don't know, it's like a gimmick. It's supposed to give him energy or whatever. But I didn't realize how big he was until he took off his jacket. <laughs> I didn't realize how jacked he was. I was like, "Good yeah, Lord, yeah, he's man. huge." I was like, "You know, yeah. look, you know, from you know when he had the jacket on, walking into the ring, looked like a normal smell. He took that jacket off. I was like, "Oh shit, that dude's gonna get his ass whooped." Mm-hmm. But he lost. <laughs> I guess I don't know, man. The Forgotten Sons attacked the Viking Raiders, so I guess yeah. that's your new tag team champions right oh, there. Yeah, of course. Um, Io Shirai attacks Shayna Baszler. During a training session at the Performance Center. And Matt Riddle, Mr. Chocolate himself, defeated Adam Cole, baby! Thanks to Roderick Strong. And Roderick Strong and uh, Adam Cole, baby, are now... They're done. They're done, yep. done. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta be honest. NXT this week didn't do it for me. I wasn't too impressed with what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, ghetto match in the beginning. <laughs> NXT POV, that's mine. Alright, it is now time for the good, the bad, and the ugly of WWE this week. Alrighty, so, the good. Um, honestly, there was only one thing that I was even interested in in, in Raw, which was just, the, honestly, it, it was the Shane McMahon part. That was it. Um, yeah, when, when The Miz chased them and shit like that, and it, it was a good segment because 
that was a story being told. The match with Roman and, and Drew was good. Uh, even the opening match, as much as it was confusing, it was still good. Uh, SmackDown for me was uh, the uh, um, uh, Mustafa Ali and an Andrade match. I think that just took over the whole show for me, in my opinion. Everything else was just terrible because they were wasting so much time for a two-hour damn show. Three segments were an hour. Mm-hmm. Out of all that shit, three segments were an hour. Um, for NXT, I did like that match. You know, with the with the I forgot his name. Jesus Christ, Raul Mendoza. Match. Yeah, Raul Mendoza, and I did like the the um, that chunkletta guy. No, that, well, actually, that was a good match. That, I thought that was and, a good match. And uh, um, oh my God, what's her name with the flippy hair? Mia Yim and Bianca uh, Belair. Mia Yim and Blanca. Be at Blanca. Blanca. Blanca! Yeah, the Blanca Belair. <laughs> um, that was a good match too, even though it was ghetto. Um, but the, at least they were. For me, I was interested in NXT, in my opinion. All right, so uh, the good, the bad, Rick. All right, the bad, Rick. Um, the bad. Honestly, I think Raw and SmackDown were really bad overall. I mean. They had their moments here and there, but overall, I think it was just a bad... I think it... Overall, just a bad wrestling week. Yeah. You know? It was just bad. Um, Mimi with the ugly. Vince promo with Daniel Bryan. Oh, man. The shame segment on SmackDown. Really? And I'm so (laughs) sick and tired of fucking Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm done, done. Like, I was happy for him. Don't get me wrong. And I think we all were happy for him. We were all happy for Jinder Mahal, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Bring him back as champion. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the good, the bad, and the ugly of WWE this week. um, Ugly? (laughs) I was going to say Mimi, but I decided to be nice. It is now time for Raw vs. SmackDown versus NXT. It is Raw up ahead 2 to SmackDown's 1 to NXT's 1. Every week, every Thursday on our Facebook page on at Wrestling POV, you the fans get to vote in favor of your favorite show of the week. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Use the like emojis. Use the heart for Raw, the thumbs up for SmackDown, and the smiley face for NXT. You the fans vote, and we decide... Whether we want to listen to you or not, we probably won't unless we have a tie. <laughs> if it's a tie, then you guys break it. Yeah, All right. sure, why not? This week, it is a tie. Actually, uh, SmackDown had 48%, and Raw and SmackDown and Raw and NXT were tied with 26% of the vote. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I honestly think all three shows were bad, but if I had, <laughs> if I had to put it in an order, I would put it NXT... SmackDown and then Raw. I think Raw for a three-hour show, you gotta entertain me more than what you did. Uh, SmackDown, two-hour show, you gotta entertain me a little bit more than that, and then I would understand. NXT for an hour show, they entertain me just enough, so I have to go with NXT and then SmackDown then Raw. Mimi. Well, I'm gonna agree to disagree with you, Rick. Whoa. I agree that NXT was a better show out of all three. But I also think that Raw was better than SmackDown. <laughs> okay. So what's your pick? NXT, oh, NXT, Raw, and then SmackDown. All right. So, well, I don't get a vote. Damn. No, I'm kidding. But I'm still going to weigh in anyway. Um, actually, I agree with Mimi. <laughs> I do think 
NXT was uh, much better. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but, but it was I was telling still... a story. A story. <laughs> a story. It was telling a story. Yeah. A story. But, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I was still invested in it too. Why? Because it was new talent. And I wanted to see what they were about. Um, Bianca Belair, very good talent. So, yeah, I was invested in watching it because Mia Yim, she's... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can't wait for her to get to the main roster. Um, but yeah, I love the attack on the War Raiders with from the Suns. Yeah, so I agree. Um, yeah, but my voting would go NXT, Raw, and then SmackDown. Um, SmackDown was just bad, man. I mean, really bad. That main event was twenty seven minutes event was, long. Yeah, that main event was trash. That's, that's what. But not only but, trash, it was too long. And you know what? For a two-hour show, that's too long. And the women's match was only five minutes. But what I, what I don't understand... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the where women's the match hell was are, only five minutes. Where are the iconics? Exactly. Exactly. Where if, you know what? If on they were both on, shows... If who, they were on, I would have went NXT, but, SmackDown, but and my Raw. Thing, my thing is, too, with, with SmackDown, why did they have to do a video package with Roman? Yeah, what was, what was up with that? They're the trying to jack choice. this dude up for SmackDown. And then the thing is, why weren't the Iconics part of the wildcard week on Raw? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's but true. we got the Usos and Roman. That I mean, made, Samoans. That that made no oh, sense at all because... But no, no, no. no. I, you know what? I agree with him because there was no reason for the Usos to be there on SmackDown. No. And, and, and that's obvious. But no, but not only that, though. You know, my biggest thing is like this whole fucking segment. You know, they... This this is my issue. You gave the belts to a tag team that never tagged before. Yep. And couldn't give nobody else a fucking shot. Yep. And then they wonder why their tag division is fucking shit. Because because of that. Why 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 did they give the belts to fucking Daniel Bryan and and Rowan? Yeah, that's that true. made no sense at all. No sense. I was so looking forward to a new tag team champion. Different people. Different. There's tag teams out there. Fucking use them. But they use Daniel Bryan, who was just at the main event at WrestleMania, who was just the heavyweight champion. Then they reduced him down to tag team champion. Never tag. Those concussions. That's fucking stupid. Well, he has tagged before. All right. But not recently. Yeah. Rick. All right. Well, now it is now two for Raw, two for NXT, one for SmackDown. Stay tuned for next week. Hopefully, uh, we'll have a better wrestling week. Because I honestly thought it was a terrible wrestling week. It, it was. It really was. Overall, yeah, it was a bad wrestling week. So, all right. With that all being right. said, uh, it is time to go over the wrestling POV's book. <laughs> all right. For those news of the show, not explaining it. <laughs> go to last week's episode, and then you can read what I, why we do, we do the book. All right. We ready? Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I got to say it. It is. Churlish. <laughs> Churlish. All right, WWE writers. Stays. stays. John Cena's hair don't. Stays until he stays. comes back. Shane's damn ego stays. Little's <laughs> All caps on that damn yeah. ego. Exactly. Matt Riddle's chancleta. Stays. Chanclas. Uh, Lafayette, Louisiana crowd stays. Renee Young's commentary is so bad. I know. She needs to disappear like her husband. The missing... Oh, man. Damn! <laughs> Tell <The> me! <laughs> the missing mole, mole, mole. It's still missing. Kofi's mic privileges. It's suspended oh for life. God. Oh, my God. Terrible. Undertaker's skullet. Uh, so he returns to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. 
Lacey Evans Veggie Wedgie. <laughs> that has to come off. No! She didn't have it this year. She yeah, didn't she have did. it. She had a wedgie like a mood. Yeah, okay, the wedgie can stay, so but the veggie comes no, out. No, no. You can't. It's, it's all or nothing. Let's just give it one Let's give it one more week. If she's in the ring, let's. All right, no. Let's wait for her to be in the ring. If, she, if it happens then. Right. If she gets the belt, then she can cover it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, cult of Personality, the War Raiders. Yeah, stays. Uh, Robert uh, Rude's porn star moustache. Stays. stays. Kofi's eleven years. Stays. stays. Baby old bottle. Chad Gable. I haven't, I haven't seen yeah, him. So we did say. Think... No, I think we said until we see him again. So. No. All right. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. we did. Uh, Mrs. Daddy issues. He, he still got daddy issues. Oh my God! You, you know, going to Mrs. Daddy issues. I guess they did an interview with his dad. And he said initially he was not supposed to go in that ring. Um, apparently Shane McMahon called that on the fly uh, and then was talking to him in the ring on what he's supposed to do. And then he said, and, and this is, again, this is why I say Vince McMahon needs to go. Because Vince said, these were his words, that the moment that Mrs. Dad put up his duke was the funniest moment on WrestleMania. Words from Vince. Wow. That was the funniest moment. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> then, uh, then his dad, his Mrs. Dad said that uh, I guess when Shane kicked him, he broke a rib. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So just a little side note. Uh, Natty stinky promo. That fucking stays. Alexa shoelace. That can come out. That can come out. Yeah. She. I don't think she had. Sh- Shoes on, anyways. Uh, Kofi's armpit tetons. Tetons are still there. And Miguel Cole, we put his ass in last week because of his attitude. So well, uh, it could come out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Wait a minute. No, he needs to apologize. The he way did he apologized it in the beginning. No, he did not. Are you kidding me? He did not. We... Um. Wait. What am I apologizing for? I'm sorry. Oh I wasn't paying attention. Oh Suing us. I'm not suing you. You was last week. I don't remember this. I don't even listen to the show. In order for him to get off, he has to apologize. Regardless. Okay. Listen to the show from last week, Miguel. Okay. (laughs) That's it. Just okay. All right. So that's it for the show. I hope y'all. Video apology. There you go. Video apology. Yeah. Video apology. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get right on it. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the show. Join us next week as we cover more, and then get closer to the Money in the Bank and the Money in the Bank pay per view points game, where we shall crown a new champion. So, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it today with the Kenny Casanova interview, and uh, that's it. That is it. So basically, that's it, man. So, all right. So then, uh, basically, what we're going to do now is uh, play a song from my one trillion list, song list I have in my phone. All I hit is the shuffle button. It's just a game, a quick game to ride off into the sunset until we come back next week. And uh, just play along, all right? Damn. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody and the third wheel. Rick Serrano the third and our intern Miguel Cole I'm sorry Tony <laughs> Love, peace and wrestling that wasn't good enough. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Do a video. <laughs> Alright, ready? Oh <laughs> That's the main yes. No, that's the main event thing.
Shameless takeovers in a bit. How is this possible? Vince McMahon? He's telling you he runs this shit. I'm telling you! Because he ain't Tony. no like, chance in him! Like, Yo! Five! This is two weeks in a row. That, like, last week we talked about Brother Love. Yep. And the second one that we picked, song we picked. And Andrades. But that was a while ago. That was a while ago. Three weeks. That was a while ago. And then now we're talking about Vince McMahon throughout this whole episode. Second fucking song is his. Oh. Are you fucking kidding me? We should call it Presidente de Vince McMahon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own the rights to the song. No. Unless you want us to, Vince. 